you know you're getting old when you get a sunburn on the top of your head and you have a full head of hair. Have you ever thought to yourself, I could write a book on that? Knowing you have great stories, but also accepting you'll probably never write it. But now you can join us, a couple of regular guys telling our stories and hoping you'll share yours. My name is Derek, my co-host is Mark, and this is I Could Write a Book. You got all the coops done, right? How many coops do you have? Mm-mm. Nah, I just did the one that one day. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, because let me tell you, I was so sore the next two days after that. Like, my body barely moved. The The top of my scalp was so sunburned. I couldn't brush my hair. <laughs> I was, my, That's my a sign of getting hurt. old, my friend. Dude, my face hurt. It was awful. You know you're getting old when you get a sunburn on the top of your head and you have a full head of hair. <laughs> is, that is that a sign? Yeah, because like, like me, my hair is thinning out on top. And the only reason why I didn't get a sunburn on my head is because I was wearing a hat. My body was so freaking sore after <laughs> the days of building that coop. And, and like, and... After you after you left, I went underneath it, and I was crawling around on the ground because I put um, like V shaped braces um, up underneath, like where the middle posts were that were in the middle of the pallets to yeah. support it. I had I put in a couple of other um, boards, uh, sort of to V off of those posts to sort of just support the rest of the middle of the pallets. Yeah, and then on both sides, I couldn't get up. I mean, I was like, dragging myself with one arm, and like I rolled over to like pull myself up. It was, it was awful. Yeah. And the last yeah. couple of days, my head hurt, my face hurt, my body hurt, and I haven't been back out there in a week. Don't you love how like the older you get, the roll becomes more of a like of a of a maneuver that you have to use? Because <laughs> I don't remember rolling very much as like a what? teenager or a young adult. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's uh, when you do have to roll. Um, FML, bro. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have to roll to get up. <laughs> yep. And that that's a good that's a good segue into what we're talking about today. And we are talking about those. Shall I rephrase this book that we are going to talk about in the meat of this episode, aka book is I could write a book on FML moments. So, yeah, getting a sunburn with a head full of hair and having to use the roll to get up off the ground, FML. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And you can forget about finding any of the screws or the nails that you drop. Because you can't see them. You can't see them, and you're not getting on the ground to find them. Yeah, why don't they sell more fluorescent screws and nails in the store? Must happen. Yeah, fluorescent, or we really should just get a magnet of some kind. But yeah, they should be brighter. Yes. They're going into the wood anyway. You're not really going to see them. And and to... even The tips can even be just like flat colors. But yeah, put some... Brighter colors on those jokes. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the the part that would be still visible, what can still be your typical, you know, you know, forest greens, grays, silvers, whatever. But then the actual part that digs into the wood should be a fluorescent color. Yeah, 
I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And to so. and, and to those that are listening right now, we're 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 just discussing a chicken coop that Derek and I had put together over this past weekend. Uh and uh we were using pallet wood. So we were kind of trying to be cost efficient and put together a chicken coop and we had a lot of fun with it, but we also ran into a lot of frustrating moments. And a lot of moments where we realize just how old we are during and after. So, yeah, and also how how just utterly incompetent at times. Perhaps we both are with it. I had the worst FML moment, and, and we could say the word if you had if we had a bleep button, but we should probably just keep it to FML. But um, before you came over, I was bragging and. I said, I have almost completely built this chicken coop. I was so proud of myself. And I realized the FML moment was the coop needs to be off the ground. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't do enough research. I obviously had no clue what I was doing. I was just so happy that I was able to stand up like six or eight pallets just and just attach them to each other. So we created this (laughs) long rectangle. I put a divider in the middle. And use a saw to cut out uh, some plywood and make a door. I was so proud of myself for doing something like that. And I realized after, you know, 10 hours into this thing, I had the, I had the roofing set up going on that the whole thing had to be torn apart. Mm. I just I looked out it. the window. I stared out the window at my backyard and my property at this horrible, terrible chicken coop that was nowhere near what it needed to be, knowing I had to go out there and take it apart. Uh, Here's the best thing about it. I used about 300 different types of screws, okay? So you can talk about uh, screws that need Phillips heads, uh, flat heads, the the square heads uh there's probably a scientific term for that i don't know what it is the star bit yeah uh, that that you use i used them all so i'm constantly just swapping out drill uh bits just having to take these things out so that part's annoying take the whole thing apart and um thankfully that's whenever you showed up and we were able to spend several hours scratching the top of our heads and planning uh, ultimately, we did get this thing up off the ground, but not after uh, some investments in a sawzall, which is incredible. Yes, uh, realized realized I needed that. Definitely, I agree with that. That was that yeah, was a solid yeah. tool to have for this. And I, yeah. I and I will say too that it, I'm so glad that you had taken it apart before I got there because if I would have shown up and you would have been like, "Hey, yeah, we have to take this one apart to build it again," I would have been like, "Set it on fire. Let's get new pallets." <laughs> Set that on fire. Yeah, you probably would have felt that way. Yeah. However, um, that, that was definitely an FML moment, uh, knowing I had to take it apart. Thankfully, uh, I had my pal over here to help me uh, throw up another one. Uh, not only did we get it built, um, we have the roof on it. It is off the ground. There is even There are even posts. We dug the post holes. Uh, we've got the chicken wire wrapped around. We've got all the fencing up. All I got to do is put some finishing touches on it, slap the door on it, 
uh, put some stuff around the bottom of the chicken wire so you know that nothing can lift it and get inside and attack the chickens uh, and that thing will be done but let me tell you that has been an adventure from a faulty chicken coop that I completely took apart to the two and a half to three days it took us to build this one that's not even 100% finished yet. Hey, when when you get those first eggs, though, mm, that's uh, going to be worth it. It's going to be so worth it. Yeah, it's going to be so worth it. And uh, what wasn't worth it was what we started off our conversation with. The three days worth of sunburn (laughs) on the top of my head. (laughs) I couldn't brush my hair. And I have a head full of hair, but I still got so sunburned. So that was... That was amazing. But <laughs> I luckily wore a hat that day or else I'd, I would have been right there with you. And I didn't wear oh, the hat thinking yeah. of that either. I didn't wear, go out there going, I'm going to put this hat on because I know my hair is thinning. And I'm getting old and I will get a sunburn through my hair. No, I put on that hat just because I like wearing hats. So I got lucky. And I still ended up with a sunburn, I think, all over my face. Because I think yeah. I had my hat on backwards or something. So the purpose of the of a ball cap of shading my face from the sun, I was not even utilizing it. You know, utilizing it properly. So, mm-hmm. I had to go out that ne- that that day after you all left. Uh, when I went out there to finish some of the little things what we were working on, uh, I actually wore a hoodie. Um, I actually had to wear like a, a thin uh, pullover. That has a hood on it, so I just had this like black pullover with this black hood on my my on the top of my head all day. I had to I had to protect myself. So anyway, I appreciate you being part of that uh, uh, FML moment uh, that I'm sure a lot of people have had, where they have to just take something completely apart. But when it, you do it, awful, but it is totally worth it in the end, even though you don't want to. So uh, thanks for being a part of that FML moment in my life. Absolutely. Uh, So, uh, what do you have? Uh, I I think you might have some that I haven't been a part of. I want to learn something new about you. Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll start with a small one that I've been thinking about and maybe this is just me. Maybe this has only happened to me, but early morning work day, getting up, Maybe you oversleep a little bit. So the day's kind of starting rough, right? You oversleep on the morning of work. The the morning's just not going to go smooth, usually for me, right? So this particular morning I oversleep. I'm rushing to get ready. I have to get some more clothes out of the dryer. Get some more clothes out of the dryer after I like fluffed them up a little bit, right? To get the wrinkles out. Throwing on my work clothes. Barely have enough time to just like grab a quick snack from the kitchen for breakfast. And it was probably something not healthy for breakfast. I'm shooting out the door. I think I'm going to be getting to work like right at when I'm supposed to be there. And that's never like for me, that's an uncomfortable feeling. I don't like getting to work like right when I'm supposed to be there. I like to get there early. Anyway, so I get to work, made it on time, get inside, and I start to feel something in my pants. And that's not something that should happen at work, but no, it's, and and it's not a good feeling in the pants. And I realize that there's something now moving down my pant leg in my pants. And all I can think is F my life. I think I know what's in my pants right now, but please tell me it's not what I think it is. 
And of course, I have to find some way to discreetly remove whatever is in my pants for the chance that it could be what I think it is. And at this point, there is customers in the building of the place that I work walking about. And sure enough, I finally get it down with a slight shake of the leg down to my shoe sock area. And I reach down to find a lovely pair of my wife's underwear that had been in my pants that I quickly grabbed from the dryer. And all I can think is, F my life, this would happen. <laughs> I'm already having a rough morning, right? So the, it's a small scenario, but I, I feel like that's it's had to have happened to somebody else before. Um, and luckily, I will say that I was able to discreetly get it in my pocket. <laughs> I well, that's so I spent a day at work with a pair of my wife's underwear in my pocket, and oh, come on, uh, your day didn't start looking up uh, once it, you discovered. I that. will I mean, say that you know when you look at it from that perspective, uh, it wasn't so bad, but definitely awkward and definitely on camera. Um, and if somebody were to thoroughly review the camera for that day, they probably would have seen everything that occurred and laughed probably had a good laugh um so that that's a small fml moment for me sure, sure. Um, um so if i were to go to the next level up um we're talking i had to have been i want to say it was middle school and i'm sure a lot of people can relate in middle school to fml moments that probably happened to you in school or awkward moments or embarrassing moments, whatever they may be. This particular day that I went to school, I decided to wear my pair of jeans that were a little loose fitting. And though it was in style back then, and of course still today for some people to allow your pants to kind of like sag down a little bit. I was, I was, wasn't it a Jinko jeans? Uh, did, was that a thing uh, when you were in middle school? Uh, do you remember Jingo? Do you remember that? I do. Is that the one like that has huge, like the huge pant legs and like this big old like tool belt loop looking thing on the side? I think. Okay. Yeah. There was kids that wore those, but that's not the kind of pants I was wearing this day. I was wearing just like regular baggy blue jeans kind of thing. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember that. Um, are you are you talking about the pants that were like all black, real real wide, and had the different several different loops hanging down off of them? Yeah, probably so. Okay, probably so. Yeah, there was definitely some kids that wore those during my day. Um, I don't know if kids. I wonder if kids still even wear that kind of stuff. Do they wear that kind of stuff anymore? Well, perhaps if my middle school age child were sitting here, um, he would be able to probably say, "No, Dad." They don't wear that stuff anymore. We're cooler than that. That's mm. what she would say. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, you know, the kids the kids these days probably are cooler than us, but that's okay. I like to tell her that we started all the cool trends. We we did have some cool things that we started. The night like I was born in, in ninety one and I would say late eighties, early nineties. Like People from that generation started some pretty cool stuff. So we had some of the best cartoons growing up. 
So, but anyways, getting getting on a on a tangent here. Uh, back to the the saggy pants. Um, so I get to school already struggling to keep my pants up, and not because I'm trying to fit into the style of sagging pants. I just forgot to wear a belt this day. Get to my first class, which was like a um, television communications class that this middle school had where we got to like sit in front of a camera and almost do kind of like the school news stuff right that would be posted on the tvs and all the different classrooms and um it reaches the end of the class and i'm standing in front of like a group of several people um, most of which were girls that i was i wouldn't say trying to impress or nothing i was just you know hanging out and talking also trying to keep my pants up. On this day, I decided to wear a pair of boxers that were very, very light blue with a bunch of little penguins all over them. And sure enough, if this wasn't the day that one of my fellow classmates that was a guy decides to take advantage of my lack of belt and sagging pants and to pants me in front of these girls. Okay, so I, I, I got to say about that. Um, now, wouldn't I feel like girls would appreciate that you had an affinity for penguins and that it would be cute, <laughs> right? I, they would be like, oh, look at this sensitive man. I mean, look at this boy. He is comfortable. He has penguin underwear. You, you're now saying all the things that I was trying to say to myself later that day to get myself to feel better about that moment. <laughs> But I, I've already come to the conclusion that it was a nightmare and it did not go well. Because <laughs> yeah. all I got was immediate, like, just ear-piercing laughter from all the girls when the moment happened. So there was there was no sympathy for me and my penguins in that moment. No, no phone numbers given, no invites to the next Sadie Hawkins dance, nothing like that because of this. You didn't get any anywhere, huh? Nope. And I think I just stood there in shock with my pants around my ankles and just kind of threw my hands up in the air and was just like, Welp. It got a little bit cooler in here and said something stupid along those effects and just walk of shame pulling my pants up away from the group of these girls that I was feeling good about the conversation I was having with them and then all of a sudden my reputation was penguin boxers. Yeah. So. And and you know that's why he did it. He knew you were making inroads yeah. with these with these with these fancy girls. Uh, you were you were hitting it off. You were being a stud, I'm sure. I don't know. And about that. he had to put you in your place by pantsing you. But yeah, it was definitely um, um, it was a definitely a uh, a moment of circle of life guy trying to impress the girls. And another guy coming in and trying to take on the leader. I won't, wouldn't mm-hmm. say I was the leader, but you know, like it was. Uh, what's what's what I'm I'm what am I looking for here? Uh, a battle of of. Uh, well, I mean, it's obviously you're the leader of the pack, man, and he's the stray lion coming in challenging you. Yeah, and he just had to get one in over on you. Absolutely. But yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, though. You moved. You moved a bit as a kid. So how much longer did you actually go to school here? <laughs> I wish I would have moved after this, but unfortunately, this was my final destination for from then on through high school. So I had to. Uh, okay. 
live through and, that and, and, and try how to long adjust. was this remembered how long did people remember this was it like something after summer everyone forgot or was it hey there's penguin boy you know i don't think anybody ever really brought it back up so i would say that probably a lot of people just let it go um if they did talk about it they definitely didn't talk about it in front of me so well that's good that's that's good i um you know apparel uh you know those fml moments with apparel i mean i i think I don't know. There's plenty of other things, but those are the, some of the just these, those things can happen so easily. I mean, so I remember um, sometime about a year and a half ago or so. Um, so, you know, for my work, I oversee stores and mm-hmm. um, so uh, th- I, I was overseeing um a large amount of stores in in a, in a larger city. So I don't know if I want to, you know, disclose where everything is at, but no, no, you do. Uh, right. so, so I'm in a big city. Right. And, but each day I have to drive almost two hours to get here. I'm on like a special project at this point. Right. And it's two hours from my house uh, to get to South to get to where I can uh, visit these locations each day. Well, you know, a lot of times, you know, w- the, the company, uh, you know, that I work for, um, you know, our, our, our managers who manage these stores, you know, they work, they work hard. And, and so routinely they'll get, you know, bleach spilled on their pants or, you know, some type of just something, some kind of gunk will get on them. And, you know, it's just kind of the norm, you know, you work hard, stuff gets on you. Right. And so you can get away, like in my position where I oversee those stores, you can still get away with little things like maybe an imperfect pair of pants where, you know, the bottom is starting to fray a little bit, or you have, you know, like a little oil stain somewhere, like on the back of your pants or something that no one's ever going to notice. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I had one of those, I had one of those moments. I get a phone call uh, from my supervisor that says, I need you to, where are, oh, first, where are you? And I said, well, I'm at this particular location. How far from the airport are you? Uh, it's about 20 minutes. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, I, okay. So I keep in mind, uh, the company I work for, you know, we, we have like eight, you know, we have like over 15,000 stores in, in, in the U S and, um, so, you know, it's a large company. So there are lots of leadership. And so they said, we need you to go pick up the senior vice president of store operations from the airport. Their flight was detoured from Orlando, uh, where they were going to the city where I was. We need you to go uh, and pick him up and basically entertain him for four hours uh, to take him to stores, go have lunch, whatever. So here I am. you know, and I and I'm trying to prove myself at this point as well. But here I am. I'm wearing like a, it's like probably a jacket that's like barely big enough for me because it didn't really matter that day. <laughs> I'm I'm not really wearing like a I'm wearing a collared shirt because I like every shirt I wear to work is collared. But sometimes they're a little bit more generic. Sometimes they're like long sleeve, like button ups. And if I were picking up this this person, I would have went and got a haircut. I would have shaved because I was like four days overdue to shave my face. I would have worn a button up. 
uh, and I certainly wouldn't have been wearing the pair of pants that had like an oil, like an oil outline on them from where I had dripped mustard on it, like a few months ago or oh, whatever this is it was. Great. I'm, I'm in my car. We're supposed to keep those things clean, but you know, when you basically live in your car, uh, things just get put in the passenger seat, and you kind of build a passenger out of some of the empty packages and garbage that gets accumulated. <laughs> So here I am. I have like all the supplies for these stores crammed in the back seat. I've got the stuff that I've been eating and drinking in the passenger seat. I've got a stain on my pants. I'm four days overdue for a shave. I'm not really wearing a great shirt for a visit like this. It's like FML, man. Like just, <laughs> I cannot believe this is happening. So I, so I just, as fast as I can, uh, I, I, I turn and, and I stop at the nearest like car wash, first of all, and I'm just like throwing stuff out of the car. Uh, I take it through the automated car wash real quick so the outside's clean. I live on a dirt road. Um, oh, well, at man. this point, well, <clears throat> excuse me. Now I do. Uh, at this point, it wasn't a fully, it wasn't a dirt road, um, but my car was dirty uh, just from the amount of traveling I had to do. Um, and so anyway, I, I go through the automated car wash. Uh, I take it through. I, I, I get the vacuum cleaner. I'm trying to vacuum out the car real quick and get as just I, I stop by a nearby store by the airport. I get like air freshener to put in there. I mean, I'm really trying to do it up. And uh, meanwhile, my hair is also just getting tore up from this massive amount of cleaning I'm trying to do. So. Anyway, uh, nevertheless, uh, I still feel like the overall visit went well, but I feel like this person got to meet a version of me. It, like when people see them, like take a picture of themselves and they're like, hey, yeah, that's a good picture. And then they move themselves slightly to the left and take a picture. And they're like, oh, oh, that picture is awful. I was that picture of that day that was slightly to the left. Oh, no. Okay. It wasn't. I mean, a beard that was too long for a visit like this, a, a pants stain, my car was not as clean as it should have been, my shirt was not the right thing. It really was just one of those moments where I was just like, I can't believe this is happening to me. You know, as much effort as I put into this, this is when I get to meet this guy. So, you know, yeah. I've learned some lessons from that. Yeah, talk um, about it. That's definitely a... Uh an f my life moment so. yeah yeah absolutely so um anyway it, it went well but the the it was it was just a terrible terrible sequence of events do you think he like could tell that you just got done cleaning up your car or was it awesome? I, I don't think he i really don't think he could tell that i just cleaned it up i think the only thing he probably would have focused on is that i needed to go clean myself up <laughs> More yeah. focused on me, I'm sure, than anything else. So that was that was where I was on that. Yep i um I can definitely relate to that. I can definitely relate to that. There's been been some times where I've had some surprise visits from, you know, supervisors, higher up people, and it would just be that one day, that one day that I'm not prepared appearance wise, and yeah, those those never feel good. 
But on on the topic of uh, you, you mentioned some of your your stores and the people that work in them and like getting stains on their clothes and all that. That actually made me think of something back when I managed a store myself of a, a day that I I was. Uh, and this just goes to show that like anything can happen when when it, in regards to these stains that happen. Um, I was I was just taking the garbage out. It was late in the evening. I think I had two solid bags that I was carrying one on one on either arm just full um that I actually emptied out from the outdoor trash cans at this particular store that I was managing and I remember looking in the trash can as I was taking all this out and there was just like you know your typical fast food garbage receipts random just garbage but this particular day I also noticed that there was like a, a red solo cup that was full of chewing tobacco and just like, like spit, just disgusting stuff. Right. And I'm like, well, that's gross. And I seal the bag up and I'm carrying it around the building, heading over towards the dumpster. And one thing that I like to do is when I get within throwing distance of the dumpster, Sometimes I like to chuck those suckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. You gotta do that. Yeah. I mean, it is so much fun to throw the garbage. Like a little, that. little risky because sometimes you know you miss a little bit and the bag tears and then the garbage goes everywhere and like you really like FML'd your night, right? But that's not what happened this night. I get within probably about eight to ten feet of the dumpster. Okay. And when I tell you guys like. FML moment. This has got to be probably one of the top moments for me. I'm sure I was having a rough day too at work because I remember just feeling super defeated and thinking the only thing else that could make this worse is for it to just like start raining or something, right? So I chuck this bag, full huge bag, and it is the bag that had the chewing tobacco cup in it, right? I chuck it from about 8 to 10 feet out, Derek. It goes flying through the air perfectly. I place this bag perfectly into the dumpster. Smashes into the dumpster. I hear the squish. And I am starting my wind-up for my other bag. And it's in this wind-up of the other bag that I see it coming. A cluster of miscolored juice heading in my direction from the dumpster the bag that i had thrown had landed in such a way that it had squirted some kind of fluid out of the bag through the top where i tied it and shot out like a squirt gun right at my face a, a cluster of miscolored juice this bag has squirted this out like a like, like a like a water gun you get very artistic very artistic ways of describing this. And my eyes were open and my mouth was open <laughs> and I got it all in my eyes, in my this, mouth. This dirty squirt trash water <laughs> in your mouth. And all I could do was just hold my mouth open. You know, like when you've had something that you just don't want to taste it. And, uh, <laughs> and and it's in my eyes, so I can't see very well. 
and I am making my way now back into the store <laughs> that I'm managing with looking probably like the Walking Dead, just like uh, 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 and, uh. Everyone should imagine right now with somebody walking with their hands like with their hands spread out, like you know, walking like you're like really buff, right? Uh, with your hands way out, your eyes rolled back into the back of your head, your mouth open with your tongue sticking out, making these noises. <laughs> and, of course, the bathroom in this building is all the way to the back of the building, so I have to walk the full length of the store in front of customers looking just like I've... I Like I said, like I'm a zombie or something. Like People had to have thought that I was a lunatic. And I just get to the bathroom and I just start... Like I didn't even care. I put soap in my mouth, Derek. I put soap. I put soap in my mouth, and uh, I did not care. And I, I put soap in my eyes. I didn't care that it burned. I was just FML, I mean, it's dude. Better, it's FML. better than trash juice. So much better than it's, trash juice. And I don't know if it was the the red solo cup juice or what it was. All I know is that I did not want it anywhere on me anymore in my mouth and i just was it was it was a rough day it was a rough day that's what she she said (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for that you know like earlier like making all these noises and stuff i'm sure some listener out there is having a great time listening to that yeah absolutely a little pg-13 jokes there for you yeah but um so yeah that was that was a good one uh man I uh I don't miss working in retail management one bit. <laughs> well, well, the way you throw trash away is just an abomination. Man, I was trying to have fun and just that that trash yeah. bag just cramped on my day. Yeah, that was it, man. There's no telling know. what that fluid was. That's all I'm no. saying. And I, I don't know. You told me a story one time about wearing. Two different shoes and i want you to tell that story because that that falls right into our category yeah <laughs> so please please tell that story about how you can possibly leave your home wearing two separate shoes i need you to relate to the minority amount of people out there who have ever done this i can't believe you can do it i don't know how you can do it but tell me how did that happen? You know, before I get into this story, I like to try to make myself feel better about it by thinking about those like NBA basketball players that'll wear two different shoes sometimes when they're, you know, like they're trying to like, you know, represent a donation or they're wearing just like some cool design and they want to wear the two different colored shoes for the design. Mm-hmm. And that's how I try yeah, to make guys, myself feel better about this. Okay. Those guys look ridiculous these days. Okay. Uh, come they on just... now. Like I need something <laughs> to make myself feel better about this. Uh, so you wear two different shoes for a good cause. All right. Uh, okay. Let's, let's start there. So mine may not have this? been for a good cause. It was more maybe for a, a <laughs> lack of sleep, but <laughs> So I'm uh, not a manager of this store. I am just like a, a supervisor at this store. And it was planned leading up to this particular day that I would come into the store very early in the morning. Just want to re- reiterate that very early in the morning. Uh, I want to say it was like I had to be there around four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Um, and 
mind you, I also, I think I worked fairly late the day before. I don't remember if I closed the store the day before or if I was just in there late in the afternoon. I don't remember. But anyways, have to be in there early. There's a truck coming in that we have to unload, stock the shelves and all that good stuff. I, uh, <clears throat> I oversleep a little bit <laughs> and, uh, I, once again, I'm quickly getting ready and I, um, didn't turn the lights on in my house as I was getting ready. I just threw on my work polo, my work pants and grabbed the shoes that were near my bed, threw them on. Didn't even bother with my hair at the time because I think my hair was super short and I didn't have to really worry about anything with that. And I just booked it to work, get all the way to work, get inside of my work, deactivate the alarm of the building see that the truck is already there waiting for me. I book it to the back room, open the back door, and that's when the bright LED light of the back door is shining down on me, and I go to put the little door stopper on the back door to keep it open, and I see it. And so does the delivery driver who is waiting for me at the back door, and I look down to see one rather normal gray Nike shoe, and one rather not-so-normal, bright, scarlet-red Nike shoe. <laughs> and all I can think is, of course, F my life. How did I possibly do this? And I looked like a clown. I looked like a clown. And the truck driver didn't say a word, because I'm hoping that he thought of me as one of those cool NBA basketball players that wears the different shoes sometimes. And not as a idiot that got up late in the morning and did not see that they put on two different pairs of shoes. Um, I proceeded to take care of the delivery and the store was going to be opening at eight. And I think I got done with the delivery around like six, six o'clock ish. If I remember correctly, so I had a couple of hours before my actual boss was going to be there. And I decided I was just going to lock up the store, activate the alarm, and uh, head back to the house to put on my normal shoes before <laughs> anybody else showed up. <laughs> and I did. I got back before anybody else showed up. But one thing I didn't think about was that anytime our store is opened and the alarm is deactivated... If we reactivate the alarm um, and it's not reactivated at closing, it sends an alert to my boss. And my boss knew that I had reset the alarm and had called me right when I got back to the store to want to know why the alarm was deactivated and then reactivated. <laughs> and I had to come up with some kind of story. I don't remember what it was, but I came up with some kind of story to tell him that I forgot something at home that I had to go get that was very important for that day at work and I don't remember what it was but I came up with something he didn't question it and I proceeded with my day but well, if he, he checked the cameras just... if he checked the cameras he's seen I had two different pairs of shoes on <laughs> just tell him boss I woke up early and I put on the wrong shoe I had two different shoes. You couldn't just tell them. Listen, I was already ashamed enough as it is. And, you know, yeah, I probably could have just done that and just ripped the Band-Aid off and just dealt with my shame. But I, I, I was not having it that day. I was like, I'm not going to I'm not going to let anybody know about this. I love your story about wearing two 
two wrong shoes. Hey, don't even turn the lights on. You're trying to be respectful at home, right? Everyone can relate to that. You're trying to be respectful. You don't want to wake people up in your house. You're like, these two shoes feel the same. I know they're a match. Definitely. And you just, they are not a match. You know what's what's crazy too is like, before I seen it, I, I felt like I was wearing the same shoes. But then as soon as I seen that I had two different shoes on, I could tell the difference in the shoes as I was walking. <laughs> and, uh, so it, it, it goes back to kind of like our first episode of like getting hurt and you don't really feel the pain at first until you're like you you look at it and you visualize it and then you comprehend what's going on. It was almost like the same thing was happening with my shoes. Yeah. Like I didn't even comprehend that I had two different shoes on until I looked at it. And then all of a sudden it's like, this isn't right. This I can tell the difference in the heel like the heel from the floor like i i don't feel comfortable walking i feel like my right hip is shifting up from the red shoe Mm -hmm. and the gray shoe is not doing the same this is i'm off kilter and so yeah from then on it was no bueno i had to i had to definitely get home and change at this point in your life uh some years later now right I, i find that people um and uh i think a lot of uh anyone listening out there will agree that as you get older you you kind of, you kind of don't give an F. You you kind of, you lose a little bit of care for what people are going to think. Yeah. So let me ask you: at this point in your life, if you had done the same thing, would you still have gone home and changed shoes, or would you have said, "Forget it"? If people can't get over that I got up early and <laughs> laugh a little bit about two separate shoes, then forget them. Would you still have gone home to this day and put on the right shoes, or you'd have just left in them? You know, I probably would have come up with something witty, you know, like I would have just like, you know, somebody <laughs> waited for somebody to make fun of me about it. And I would have been like, you know, it's uh, it's for a charity that I am representing or something <laughs> to try to make them feel bad about making fun of me wearing two different shoes. You know, like, oh, no, it's uh, wear one red shoe day for something or another, you know, and try to, you know, yeah. come up with some way to turn it around on whoever's making fun of me. But, yeah, I probably yeah. would have just stuck it out and and. And wore my two different shoes proudly around the store. Absolutely. And that's good stuff. That's awesome. Oh, man. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I am getting hoarse. It's getting later in the evening, getting harder as we get older, as we discussed here at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's rough, man. So uh, I think um, I'm about ready to wrap it up and head on to bed. Hey, let's wrap it up, man. Us old guys got to get to bed, you know? Yeah. Got to drink that warm glass of milk and and, uh, put on our our aloe vera on our scalps. A little bit of Vaseline. Aloe vera. (laughs) A little bit of cinnamon in the warm. You want me to to warm up the milk, too? Hey, (laughs) it's part of getting old. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely, bud. So, anyway, man, uh, I will catch up with you soon. And uh, thanks for sharing some of those moments with me, bud. Likewise. Have a great one, man. I'll talk to you later. Peace, brother. Yo, what's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great time listening to the I Could Write a Book podcast. If you want to share your feedback with us, please do so. Um, You can reach out to us on Twitter at ICWBpod. We also have an email address. It's ICWBpodcast at gmail.com. That's ICWBpodcast at gmail.com. We really look forward to hearing from some of you and hopefully getting one of you on the show in the future. So have a great one. See you.